Hello and welcome to Aquarium Dilemmas. I'm your host, Science Gal Aquatics. I'm Carrie and this is my co-host, Jesse. And welcome. Thank you for tuning in again for another wonderful dilemma going out of town. What do you do? Do you hire somebody? Do you not do anything? What do you do? Yes, we just got back from Aquaticon in Knoxville, Tennessee, and we were gone for what, four days? We ended up leaving a day early for the trip. So we thought we would share kind of what we do in preps of going on a trip with your fish, whether you have one fish tank or a whole fish room like we do. Like, what do you do when you're gone? Yeah, and I feel like a lot of people, if you have a just one fish tank, Mm -hmm. you were like, why would I hire a pet sitter for if that's my only thing that's all, my only pet i have is a fish tank that's mm-hmm. it yeah but you really care about your fish tank yeah so what are kind of the different things you can do in preparation mm-hmm. to get ready for your trip yeah and how can you kind of help yourself out if it's not going to be a super long trip to kind of mitigate any problems you think you might have yeah i used to when we first started traveling together to going to fish shows, we go to Aquashella, we've gone to all the Aquashellas, and I would get really worried about all the fish tanks, and I, we have a lot of other animals too, we have dogs and cats, at the time we had a rabbit, we had quite a bit of, now we have a lizard, <laughs> among with all the, in the pond, we have a lot of animals, so I was worried about being gone that long and when I just had one fish tank in my apartment when I was younger and I would go away for the weekend I wasn't as worried honestly I would if I remembered did some maintenance and I would throw a whole lot of food in there and I would hope for the best and I would go have fun and I'd come back and I didn't really give it all that thought much thought but as I became a better fish keeper and I have a lot more tanks now and I've done a lot more research. I was really, I'm not going to lie, I was kind of I was a lot a lot of nervous when we first started traveling, but now not so much. I'm a lot more relaxed. There are some things that are just you can't help that will happen if they will happen to you. It's just kind of unpredictable, but it's not as stressful as I've heard people make it out. And it wasn't that they were making it out to be really difficult. It was just they were personally really stressed about leaving town. So, but it's not, it's not anything you should stress. If you're currently stressed because you're going somewhere, don't, don't worry. If you have one fish tank mm-hmm. or even if you have multiple fish tanks, mm-hmm. my main thing would be. Do your normal maintenance. Mm-hmm. Clean the glass. Do water change. If you gravel vac a certain tank because of a certain amount of waste and that type of fish, go ahead. Do all that. Do that the mm-hmm. day before you leave. And the one thing we always don't do normally in the fish room, if you've listened to any other podcasts, is... Turn them lights off. Yeah, that's the one time I am good at turning off my lights when you go out of town and when I go out of town. that's I do make it a point 
to turn off my aquarium lights because generally when I'm here all the time, I do not. And if you leave your lights on as much as I do and you do leave town, you probably will come back to a lot of algae. But when I used to throw a bunch of food in there and leave town, I wouldn't recommend doing that. I was young and experienced, didn't really know what I was doing. And I would... I just assumed that if I threw a bunch of food in there, then that that wouldn't cause any issues. They would all just, I guess, in my head, just had leftover fish flakes for a while. I don't really know what I was thinking. But don't do that. If you do choose to feed your fish while you're gone, whether you have someone come over or you... There's, I forget the name of them, but there's, I think they're like O-Knit tabs or something like that. I'm not really sure, but it sticks to the front of your glass and it's kind of an extended feeder. Like for my guppies, you can put, they stick to the front of the glass and it just kind of releases over time. And I recommend those for the shrimp and the plecos that we have. Just to, if you're going to feed them and put extra food in there. Be purposeful about it and know what you're doing. Don't just throw a bunch of everything you have in the kitchen sink in your tank and be like, okay, they're fed. Because that will cause a bunch of unnecessary problems for you. So if you do have someone come over, leave a note that says, and they're feeding your fish, just a little bit. Just a little pinch. Or show them. If, mm-hmm. if yeah, you, show them. If That's you great. feel <laughs> that you have to have someone come over uh-huh. because you either have a monster fish or some yes. cichlids that you think that need to be fed all the time, mm-hmm. a big community tank of some sort that need to be fed at least once a day, then show them how much food to give. Mm-hmm. That way you're not, while you're gone, you're not adding extra anxiety of, well, if they feed too much and I come back... And all that waste, it crashed my cycle, mm-hmm. everything else. 99% of the time, your fish can go two or three days without. Well, in nature, I don't feel like they're going around just looking for fish flakes and pellets. I don't, not every meal for in nature is readily available. But saying that, my guppies that I've bred in my fish room haven't ever been exposed to nature. They're exposed to my <laughs> generous feeding schedule. So they might be a little extra hungry when I return, but they are okay. They will survive. They're not going to starve to death if they go two or three days without some lovely krill flakes or bug bites. <laughs> yes, However, like most of your tanks are planted. Uh Yes. Now I could see like a bare bottom tank, a cichlid tank that's just got substrate and Mm -hmm. rocks. Well, like our pleco upstairs. That, that, our pleco, we have a common pleco upstairs with our silver arowana. And that pleco is the more of a reason why we have to do gravel vacuuming than anything else. The silver arowana does produce waste, obviously, but that pleco is like no other. So that tank, we would typically, I wouldn't say we gravel vac everything, but we spot clean with a gravel vac where there's heavy waste from that pleco. If we see something that needs to come out that's, I don't know, a leftover, 
there's not usually any leftovers in that tank, <laughs> but occasionally maybe there's a veggie round or something that got left. If there's something like that, we will get it out of that tank. We will do water changes uh, typically on every tank before we leave town. We don't do extra maintenance per se, but we do our typical once a week maintenance. So we'll save that once a week maintenance to the day before we leave. Yeah. But now with my heavily planted tanks, instead of, I used to gravel vac everything all the time. But now that we do have so many heavily planted tanks, I will water change. And if I see something, I'll take it out with a gravel vac, but it's more of just, a water change, not a gravel vacuuming everything because I've learned not to overfeed as much. Turning off the lights is still a challenge, but when it comes to waste at the bottom, I don't have to gravel vac and do all of that like I once did. So it's easier, I think, for me to do a quick water change with a heavily planted tank because the plants help me oh yeah the and i do have the benefit yes and i i do have all fresh water well i take that back now we have a brackish tank again but generally i have all fresh water tanks i don't have anything else so when i'm and they're for the most part looking around they're all nano fish down here for sure upstairs we do have that 180 that's a silver arowana and a common pleco but I don't, since everything's so heavily planted, it really does help. It helps me prep and it helps take care of some things when I'm gone just because I know that they're helping me out. Yeah. For, first off, I would recommend always either shifting your maintenance schedule or go ahead and do another little water change. Right before you go out of town. That yeah. way everything's freshened up. You can re-clean the glass. You it's know, just, yeah. spend a little time with your fish. Yeah, be like, I'm leaving. But, but before you leave, you know, check on everything. Make sure everything's looking good. Mm-hmm. And not really overfeed, but maybe multiple feedings the day before so that they're a little light feedings. Mm-hmm. So they're... Heavily fed, but mm-hmm. you're not adding a bunch of waste to the Yeah, I mean, it depends. Tank. It completely depends on your tank. <clears throat> Some fish 100% require more food than others. My silver air one upstairs and those, there's a few, like the koi fish. We have a few other fish that require, I think in my head, not necessarily scientifically proven type of thing. I feel like they need to be fed more often than my guppies down here and the shrimps down here. So yes, certain tanks, certain fish, they do require more maintenance or more feeding. That It comes down to that specific tank because not there's not two tanks alike, even next to each other set up the same they're not alike so it really that's the part where it, you just have to know your fish your tank your if you do water changes twice a week then you should do a, two water changes that week before you leave town if you do a water change once a month because you have a 90 gallon heavily planted nano fish aquarium and you only have to do a water change that's a little one once a month, then maybe you should save that water change to right before you leave on your trip. So it really, that's the part where it just comes down to, you have to know your tank, 
what you do on that. There's not one size fits all on this. It it really just comes down to knowing the diet of your fish and what they need while you're gone and how long you're gone. If you're only gone for two days, even the silver arowana will be okay. I mean, he's going to be hungry, but the stress for my poor mother feeding that fish is not worth him having a few extra mealworms. He'll be okay. Oh, he's always hungry. <laughs> he and, jumps. And he jumps, and my poor mom jumps with him. And the food, she's. we've lost a whole can of fish food because she jumped, he jumped, she jumped again. The food went in the floor. I mean, it's just not, it's, he'll be okay. Now, if you're gone seven days or longer, yeah, she'll probably have to feed him for me one time. Put some meal, or some, yeah, some mealworms or some bloodworms, whatever you feed your fish or maybe i never had a flower horn but something like that or an oscar something that might require something it just needs to be fed more often than my guppy fish my guppy fish will be okay they like i said they'll be hungry they'll be excited to see me when i'm home but if i'm gone four days they'll be okay oh yeah and there's always exceptions i guess you, i can't say you can adjust however mm -hmm. and with a heavily planted tank, mm -hmm. even some of the other species that are in heavily planted tanks, mm -hmm. they they feed on that stuff that's on the plants. Yes. There's a lot of stuff in your water yeah, column mm -hmm. that they still will eat when they get hungry mm -hmm. instead of you just giving them the old they're grocery yeah, list. They're there. pretty smart. I'm, I'll tell you, they'll figure out if they're hungry and they're used to being fed Chances are there's a lot of stuff that you can't even, you just can't see that they're going to nibble on. Plus the algae that's probably in some form in their tank. Most fish, not all fish, like my guppies, the live bears, things like that will nibble the shrimp. They'll graze on it. There's some things that really enjoy that algae. So if they get fasted for a few days, it's okay. And it just comes down to knowing your fish because not all fish are like that. If you have fresh baby discus that need to be fed from what i understand like six times a day little tiny meals or that's gonna you're gonna have to have if you're leaving town you're gonna have to have someone come over to help you that knows what you're doing so but if you're breeding discus you probably know you're gonna have someone that's probably in reserve for when you're gone i don't know but it just it's fish dependent it's how long you're gonna be gone it's what's in your tank i mean it's there's just there's a lot of things that come down to you're just gonna have to know and overall there's a lot of products on the market for a variety mm -hmm. of fish that are time release yeah there's all kinds of things if you can think it there's a fish food there <laughs> yeah there's a lot of time release like sinking tablets uh -huh. that go down there's the, baskets the one... there's like little they're, I don't know what they're called, but they're like clip-on feeding baskets that you clip them on your tank. You put like frozen food, I guess, or something in there, and they just nibble at the food all day in that little feeding basket, I guess. I haven't ever tried it, but there's all kinds of cool things out there on the market that you can use. Yeah, there's tons of alternatives. Mm -hmm. If you're only going to be gone for two or three days, mm -hmm. as Carrie mentioned, then... If you're worried about it, you can get something that's kind of a time release. Mm -hmm. And that way, it's your peace of mind, your security. Mm -hmm. You're like, yeah, they're still getting fed. Yeah. Yeah. I just, it comes down to, I just do my maintenance. I do put a little bit more time on the glass because 
I'll get all the glass cleaned. I usually use a razor blade or a magnet cleaner, just whatever uh, leftover sponge works really well to clean the glass. I usually get all that done. I'll gravel back the messy parts. With the heavily planted takes, I tell you, with the guppies and the shrimp and the pleckles in the bottom, I don't have to do that as often, but I'll get all that cleaned up, taken care of, and then before I do leave town, the last thing I do is I turn off my lights and I do, that's when I do put, I'll feed them. It's usually something flake related or some something really fine, and then I'll put some Usually, like, veggie rounds or some kind of sinking pellet. I'll put a few in there for the guppy or the shrimp, neocaridina shrimp. I guess I shouldn't just say shrimp. The neocaridina shrimp and the plecos. But I'll give them a little bit of a feeding. I still don't recommend just, don't ever just dump a whole bunch of food and just overfeed. Just dump a bunch. If you do feed, feed with a specific purpose in mind. No, like, okay, this is for this. Make sure everything does get fed. Just don't dump everything in there because it'll cause you a lot more problems. And then definitely turn off the light. And then... Or yes. if you have your lights on a timer. Now, yeah, if you have if your you lights have on your a timer... If you have your lights on a timer, then yeah, that's... Then you should be a-okay. I just do not. <laughs> I should... It would be a very responsible thing to do as a fish keeper since I have a notorious problem for turning off my lights regularly. And it would, I really have to work on that. But if you have your lights on a timer and you have a full fish room, congratulations. Or if you just have <laughs> one fish tank and it's on a timer. Even better, you are a responsible individual and I would like to meet you at the next fish show. Come say hi. <laughs> Tell me your secrets of turning off lights. <laughs> yep. I would just check the day before, make sure your timer's working yeah. properly, and mm -hmm. you're good to go. Mm -hmm. And like I said, there's always a, there's always some rare hiccup that, when I say they're rare, it's it could not even happen to you. There's been a few times when we have... Well, when I left town, I guess you were still here. I was out of town as well. I didn't come Could back you? until the day before you oh, came. Oh yeah, in that's town. right. Because it's I don't want to scare people and say, "Oh, this will happen to you," because it's it's rare. Like we leave town quite a bit, and nothing, everything's good. But there's there might be that one rare occasion where you come home and you accidentally forgot to turn off the water fully on. The bucket you put your water in to do your water changes and you come home and you have a couple of inches of water in the floor or you come home and you had a linky tank and the seal broke. It was actually on my tub, one of my summer tubs that when we moved inside, we moved them inside for the winter a while ago and it cracked. So it was a really so slow leak and the water was really low. I luckily have not lost fish. I haven't had anything where I've lost fish, but I have come home and I've had water on the floor. And if that happens, you can't like, I get a lot of anxiety thinking of all the things that could go wrong. And I try to solve all the problems before the, I leave on everything that could possible hypothetically maybe happen. And I stress myself out to the point that sometimes I don't even want to go anymore because I'm so stressed out. It's don't do that to yourself. <laughs> if something like this happens, 
you can't help it. Just take a deep breath. Just count to ten. Clean it up the best you can and just continue going on because there's nothing you could do to prevent it. You can't, you, you can't predict the future. You can't. Yeah. You just can't. And will they have, will something like this happen? Maybe possibly, but typically no. Typically, 99% of the time we have never had a problem. We've had like three incidents and none of them were even related. Yeah, so if you're nervous about it, I just recommend go have a good time. Do what you can, the best you can to prep your tanks, make them look good and ready, and just have fun. If you have someone that can come over and check on things while you're gone, fantastic. Some people just, people leave busy lives. Not everybody has a pet center, you know? So just go have fun. Don't worry about it. Because you just can't predict. If the you future. have someone coming over and checking on it, even we have people to come over and check on our cats I'm and lucky dogs. I have my mom that helps us out tremendously. But sometimes you, I mean, if it's a quick trip, I mean, you don't. Just we depends. have people to come over and check on the cats and dogs. Uh huh. All the lights are off on the fish tank. The main thing is to just check that. Mm-hmm. Okay, a tank didn't randomly leak. Mm-hmm. They don't have to feed the fish yeah. anything. So. If you touch base with them, text message or whatever, mm-hmm. all you got to do is ask, is everything mm-hmm. okay? Everything good? Yeah. And they'll just say, yep. And there you go. Yeah. She it, it's to... just that little peace of mind. Yeah. Yeah. It, if it makes me feel better when she texts me about everything, all of the animals, it makes me feel better. But when we first went to the Aquashellas together, she did, she was, she was being so kind because she wanted to do me a favor, and she was like, oh, I fed all your fish for you. And I was like, oh, that's fabulous. Thank you. I really appreciate it. And I got a little nervous because I am her daughter, and I know how I used to feed the fish. And I was like, okay, well, appreciate it. When I came home, there is like – I when I said she fed the fish – the fish were fed. <laughs> and it, it the took, fish had a golden corral buffet. Yeah. They it took me it took swamped. me a handful of water changes to finally get all the fish flakes out of the especially the ten gallon tanks. But if something like that happens, you can't prevent it, like I said. Just go with it. Hopefully everything's okay, but that's usually if you're gone for a significant amount of time. If you're just gone for the weekend, you'll probably be fine. That was when we were gone for a week, so it just depends on the size of your tank, like what you have in it, how long you're going to be gone, and your regular maintenance schedule and things like that. So, And if you are going to be gone for mm-hmm. a long period of time and you are having someone come over, I know mm-hmm. a lot of people have said that have multiple tanks. Mm-hmm. That they actually ration out, they measure out the food that each tank is going to get, and they sort it for the person that is going to come over if they are already Mm -hmm. not a hobbyist and do not know how to feed said fish. Those pill things that have like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday on them or whatever, and that snap up and down, you could put fish food in that and kind of label it. When our neighbor friend checked on the tanks, I did post-its. I left post-its on the tank and kind of... I put the fish food that went with that tank on top of the tank and then put post-its on what 
if she felt like what she wanted to feel like this, just a tiny bit in this food. So it kind of helped, I think, <laughs> I hope. But there's some tricks you can you can do. You can show them, like you said, give them a quick rundown. That's really helpful. Just, hey, if you have a few minutes, come over. I'll show you how to do this. I'll give you the rundown. I'll show you where everything's at and maybe let them yeah you know, if, you, if your trusted friend is yeah. not in the hobby but that is your trusted friend that you feel comfortable in your home mm-hmm. while you're away or with your animals while you're away mm-hmm. yeah just if they're that good a friend they're going to mm-hmm. take the time give them a quick rundown let them know mm-hmm. this is how i do stuff if you didn't already know or mm-hmm. see me do it before and you can go through it together and even go a step further and measure stuff out for them. Put it in a Ziploc mm-hmm. bag or a little container. Anything you can do make it easier for them. Yeah. And then you have the peace of mind. They feel a lot more comfortable feeding mm-hmm. your fish. And yeah. when you get back, the maintenance schedule is going to be the same. You're not going to be mm-hmm. like, oh, boy, I got to go through and do some serious mm-hmm. work here. Yes. Yes. <clears throat> well, hopefully this helped. If you're going out of town soon and you have one fish tank or a whole fish room, hopefully this helped. But mainly just, I recommend don't overfeed your fish again. Just if you do feed them, do it with a purpose. Know what you're putting in there, the purpose and what you're putting in, over, in your tank. And what else? What do you have wrapping up? Wrapping up, you have ferocious fish that like to eat as far as the arowana in my uh-huh. consideration. Yeah, he I talks made, about the arowana. I, I talk I about the I made sure the day before, I made sure he got extra snack time because he's always willing to eat. Yes. So he got extra snack time for me. Every time I'd go by the tank, I'd give him just a little something. Not much, just a little something. Mm-hmm. And he will eat and eat and eat. Mm-hmm. There's... That is his main job in life is to eat. Eat and grow. Eat and grow. (laughs) So when we left, I knew that I had, he had had plenty of snacks. The common pleco at the bottom had gotten plenty of snacks by me feeding Mm -hmm. him enough. The the stragglers were able to get by. So the pleco was able to be fed Mm -hmm. and I felt good about it. I Mm -hmm. knew when I got back though. He was going to be a very hungry boy. Yeah, he's always hungry. He's never satisfied. He's always up for a mealworm. <laughs> yeah. I'm just trying to think back. We did maintenance. We did our maintenance. We made sure the lights were turned off. And a couple of days beforehand, I just reminded my mom since she was coming over and checking on things that she was going to, she likes for me to remind her. So it is helpful wrapping up. It is helpful that if you have a buddy or someone, a family member, anyone that can come over and if not to feed them, just to check on things, make sure everything's okay. But just mainly do your maintenance. If you want to feed them, feed them. If you need to put something in there that's time released to make sure it just really depends on the fish. And then go have fun. Yep, Go have and fun you'll on your come trip. back to a wonderful mm-hmm. fish tank. You'll flip that light back on, uh-huh. and everything will be normal. Yeah, yeah. I'm just trying to think. You might even have a little less algae if you didn't have your light on a timer. Yeah, since I do have a turning off my light problem, when I do turn off my lights for a week, the plants I do have plants like we've said, and being the lights being off that long. It does not, my plants aren't affected. I do have some lower light plants to the, 
the plants, I turn the lights on as soon as I get home, but the plants aren't terribly affected by having the lights off that long, but the tanks do look good because it has helped with the algae. <laughs> but hopefully this has helped you, and hopefully we see you at the next, let's see, the the next Aquashella or the next Aquaticon or the next Triple Crown event. So we'll hopefully see you there. But thank you so much for tuning in and listening. And if you're watching this, thank you so much for being a member over at Science Gal Aquatics. So thank you so much. Thank Bye. you. Until the next dilemma. <laughs>